Hello, everyone. I hope you are doing great. Today, I wanted to talk about a book that I discovered back in 2012, and it's called The Dulcie Wars. Now, the first time I read this book, I was terrified. Um, this book scared me to death. I can't even explain why. It was just a feeling. Um, and at the time, I was very new to the Black Nobility Conspiracy, and this was the first time I ever heard about the Black Nobility was in this book. Now, this book talks about the Nazis, aliens, um, the potential alien threat, um, all the top-secret government projects that they don't talk about, Wackenhut, Michael Reconosuto. I'm going to get into all of this today, but just to give you an overview, I don't know if this is true. It's very strange, um, all of the UFO stuff. When I uh, had a business. I had a videography business back in 2015, and I was a wedding photographer. I spent over two weeks in Roswell, New Mexico, filming a documentary about ufologist and UFO researcher Dennis Balthaser. Um, Dennis is an amazing person. He spent most of his career in Greenland, and was transferred to Roswell, where he began volunteering his time at the UFO Roswell Museum. And I spent over two weeks with Dennis, and he gave me a tour of the city. He went into much detail about the Roswell UFO incident. He showed me documents. He showed me videos of interviews, specifically Walter Hout, who was the press guy who actually wrote the famous press release of them finding the flying saucer in Roswell after the crash. Now, I actually have footage of that video of Walter, and in the video, Walter claims that he did in fact see three alien bodies at the, at the base in Roswell. He described the aliens to be very short, with long, skinny arms, um, skinny fingers, huge eyes, like your typical gray alien photo. Um, when Walter was interviewed, he was in his early 80s at the time, and it was the first time that he agreed to be on camera. Um, and it sounded almost like a confession. When I watched the video, it was a three-hour video. I still don't know what to make of it or Roswell. Um, after spending time in Roswell, I came to the conclusion that it seemed like Roswell or the, the town of Roswell is definitely monetizing off this alleged incident. Um, and then you have, you know, Annie Jacobson who went on Joe Rogan, don't know if she's CIA or not, but she claims that the Roswell incident 
um, were actually conducted by the Russians and they sent modified children into space to test their crafts. So when the disc crashed in New Mexico, what they actually discovered were deformed bodies of children or genetically modified children's bodies. So I don't know. You be the judge. I don't know if aliens are real. A lot of disinformation out there. We know Project Bluebeam is real and now this topic of aliens is on the rise. So I wanted to revisit The Dulcie Wars, which is a crazy book if you want to find it on Amazon and buy it. So in this book, it's talking about a researcher by the name of Jim Bennett. And he wrote a letter dated January 15th, 1992, and he made some startling disclosures in regards to the alien situation and Dulce, New Mexico. Now, he said that he believed there was a fascist CIA cabal trying to establish a world dictatorship using the threat of an alien invasion to create a world government. But he also said that they are taking a lot of truths and mixing it in with fake lies. Okay, go figure. That's, that's every day of our lives now. He also said that it is possible that the Bavarians may be working with very real aliens in an endgame designed to establish a world government using this threat as an excuse to do so. Although, when the world is under their control, the Bavarians, meaning the Illuminati, will betray the human race by turning much of the global government control system over to the gray aliens, who he calls the Beast. He also said that he believes that the aliens have been collaborating with the Bavarians for a very long time as part of their agenda to implement absolute electronic control over the inhabitants of planet Earth. Now, there was a member of the secret naval intelligence that was the group called COM-12, and his name was Michael Younger, and he was a worker at Area 51, and he was quoted saying, quote, The Bavarian black nobility have agreed to turn over three-quarters of the planet to the gray aliens if they could retain 25% for themselves and have access to the alien mind-control technology. The aliens would assist in the abduction, programming, and implanting people throughout the world in preparation for the New World Order, which would be annexed into the alien empire. So apparently top echelon Bavarians, black nobility, have agreed to do this since they realized that they need the alien mind control and implant technology in order to carry out their plans for world domination. Now Jim Bennett continues to write, in 1947, the National Security Act came forth, 
and it was the start of the Nazi-germinated CIA and NSA. The influx of at least 100 Nazi scientists and engineers came to the United States and Canada. He also wrote that these Bavarians were given refuge within the military-industrial complex with the help of Bavarian-based black Gnostic serpent-worshipping lodges in America, such as the Jesuit-spawned Scottish Rite Freemasons, who control the oil and military-industrial complex. The leaders of the military-industrial complex, otherwise known as the MIC, not only gave these fascists refuge following the war, but had financed the Nazi war machine itself during World War II. Now, we know that Hitler was obsessed with the occult, and he was actually in the army before he became Adolf Hitler. And it was during this time that he was in contact with the works of Helena Blavatsky. And Helena Blavatsky claimed that she was initiated and taken down underground into some sort of underground base where she was given knowledge about the future of humanity. And it was her job to go back and tell Hitler. And that's exactly what she did. Now, we know that Hitler had a muse or a psychic named Maria Orsic, and she had connections and contacts with the Vril. You can look into the Vril Society, but this is connected into this alien technology that the Nazis allegedly um, gained access to during this time, during and before the war. So Jim Bennett goes on to write, the Nazis had everything before any other country. They had radar in 1933, they had infrared sensors, heavy water, etc. We have been told lie after lie in terms of who invented these things. If anyone in the world had access to alien technology, it was the Aryans, aka the Nazis. Their metallurgy and casting were flawed, or they would have conquered the world. As you probably know, many of these Nazis were given carte blanche new IDs and were included in the startup of more than several departments of the CIA in 1947. These departments included human genetics and human cloning, with some of the same doctors who had given death camp residents gangrene, designer drugs, and mind control using the same scientist who had designed methadone for Hitler's maniac efforts. In 1952, a public stir caused the CIA to shuffle these fab fellows out of town. My guess is to various underground centers that were being built in the United States. Jim Bennett went on to write that Sirhan Sirhan was a Manchurian candidate mind-controlled and programmed by a fascist cabal, a cabal that murdered not only Robert Kennedy, but his brother, President John F. Kennedy. Following World War II, over 2,000 German immigrants came to the United States and became members of the American Psychiatric Association, which was heavily 
involved in gun control lobbying. In light of the collaboration between the Bavarian Thule Society and the Bavarian Illuminati, and the influx of Thule-backed fifth-column Nazi SS agents into the U.S. intelligence, with the help of Illuminati-backed oil barons like the German immigrant Aryan supremacist Rockefellers and their corporate oil chemical empires, known as Exxon, Arco, and Zabata. And in light of a deadly intent of both Bavarian societies to establish a new world order, as Adolf Hitler laid out in his second book, The New World Order, one has to wonder why so many German nationals would join an association that dealt directly with the study of people's minds. This is not to say that Germans themselves are to blame. It is rather the German Bavarian fascists who are behind the New World Order agenda, and especially the Satanist Germanic black nobility families who claim direct descent from the early leaders of the Holy Roman Empire of Germany, which rose from the remnants of the Roman Empire and which kept Europe in an iron grip throughout the Dark Ages. These were the true 13 families who had ruled vast financial empires in Europe for nearly 1,500 years. It's important to remember that the Third Reich established German military control of Europe. The European Economic Community, otherwise known as the EEC, established economic control. So in most cases in this world, it is the economic forces which control governments. The term economic has now been removed and the New World Order has been renamed the European Community. In other words, the unification is no longer just along economic lines, but it's becoming increasingly political and has been ever since World War II. And it is no surprise that Germany, Canada, and the United States have been secretly working together to bring upon the United Nations, which they successfully did. Okay, so Jim Bennett goes on to write. Now, keep in mind, this is the early 90s. He says, a likely scenario that some have suggested would be an orchestrated global economic collapse blamed on the Americans, of course, which would be followed by anarchy in all American cities, followed by sudden nuclear strikes on strategic military bases on the East and West Coasts, followed by a Chinese invasion of the West Coast, a Russian invasion via Alaska, and a United Nations slash German invasion via the East and Northeast coasts of the United States of America. Collaborating with a Bavarian-backed United Nations, New World Order agenda can only lead to death of your independence as a nation, the death of your culture and history, and the death of your children who are sent to fight and die for the sake of this global government. It is just the Bavarian and Arctican masters and their draconian allies who are waiting with greedy claws to take hold of this planet once they have succeeded in getting us to kill each other off to a point where they can move in and take over with little human resistance. He then goes on to say, If you want more information, read the book 
Evil Agenda of the Secret Government by Tim Schwartz. Now, this guy also claimed that Nazi Germany recovered a crashed UFO in 1936, and this would make it nine years before Roswell. And he also believes that the Roswell crash were, in fact, the Nazis. He says that German scientists developed their own crude versions near the end of the war. So that would put it right at the same timeline as Roswell and World War II. There was a Japanese journalist by the name of Norio Hayakawa, and in 1990, this is what he wrote. He wrote, The Grand Deception will immediately follow a rapid series of shocking, incredible events in succession, beginning with a Russia-backed Arab Confederacy's attempt to invade Israel, simultaneous wide-world earthquakes, a worldwide stock market crash, a sudden, mysterious evacuation of a segment of the planet's population, all of which will culminate in a quick official formation of a new world order that will last for seven years upon its inception. He goes on to talk about how the U.S. Naval Research Laboratory has a parapsychology research unit that coordinates research activities with DARPA, and they have conducted many experiments using ELF, wave-emitting devices, which stands for extremely low frequency, and electromagnetic beam weapons, and highly defined holographic projections. Now, these are just a few examples of the mind control weaponry that the government seems to have developed in the past five decades. So, new research on special types of hallucinatory and memory tampering drugs are just part of this growing arsenal that the United States Naval Intelligence boasts about having, which was developed in its own parapsychology department, which they call the Mind Control Unit. And this is when he starts getting into the Dulce Lab. Now, he claims that 95 miles northwest of Los Alamos and 100 miles east of Highway 666 is a stretch of highway in the United States, which is the designation and only highway that links the four states of Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, and Utah. He says it is no coincidence that this is located on Highway 666. He said this is where there have been the most consistently concentrated UFO sightings and reports since the Nazis were in America. Okay, there was another article written in 1980. Um, let's see, it was by a guy named Walter Baumgartner, and he talks about alien implants. And he writes, I know of a person who went to have implants removed by the doctors. The implants were removed via the nasal cavity from the nerve centers of the brain. Some of her nerves were damaged in the process. This nerve damage resulted in near-death experiences where she had awakened. She felt like a new person or that some other identity had been taking over her body and was operating her and she was now gone. 
Some mystics refer to the alien intelligence that possess human minds as walk-ins. And what many refer to as walk-ins are often artificial intelligence matrix implants, which are attached to the nerve centers of the human brain. These serve as nodes for an alien collective in a parasite host capacity, allowing the aliens to physically utilize the human subject after an altered state of consciousness has been induced and the human subject's individual consciousness has been incapacitated. This transfer to the alternate consciousness often occurs at night. Also, both malevolent and relatively benevolent, otherworldly creatures often induce within human subjects one or more alternate personalities, which are taught or programmed to work and operate in the other realm. If the individual is left-brain dominant, the right-handed in their conscious life, in the alternate life, they may be right-brain dominant and left-handed, as is the case with my own elusive alternate identity, he wrote. Now, this reminds me of MKUltra with people having alternate personalities, which are called alters, alter egos, and that type of thing. Okay, so the next thing was written by John Lear. Now, John Lear came out and was talking about Area 51 and the Groom Lake facility, which is an underground base. Now, he said that this was actually in 1988. This was out of Gung Ho magazine. And it says, John heard rumors that the gray aliens had a base under the Groom Mountains. This is one we believe to be called Dreamland. Dreamland in all caps. One of the sources says that DREAM is an acronym that stands for Data Repository Establishment and Maintenance, and that this term represents what they use in human cloning or consciousness transfer. Okay, now this is where it gets really weird. <clears throat> there was a man named Michael Reconosuto who went to jail for a long time with his involvement with the Promise software, which was tied to Robert Maxwell, who is Ghislaine Maxwell's father. That's a whole podcast in itself. Well, anyway, Michael Reconoscuto um, got out of prison. And when I was first like on Twitter doing Amy Says What the Fuck, I was, um, some guy reached out to me who claimed to be part of the government and he told me that Michael Reconosuto was actually the, the Q, like the real QAnon. And I didn't know what to think of it at the time. I, I just did not know what to think. So anyway, um, once I went back and revisited this book, um, it kind of makes sense that Michael Reconosuto could actually be QAnon because QAnon has to do with the Pleiadians and Ashtar Command and Trust the Plan and all that shit. Well, anyway, this is what Michael Reconosciuto wrote uh, back in the 90s. He said, These Andro-Pleiadian-backed Syrians have reportedly waged and won a civil war in Sirius B with the Dark Side or the renegade Ashtarian collaborators. They are now reportedly en route to the Soul System 
and to do battle with the draconian Orion forces and to convince the renegade Syrian collaborators who are working with them that they have and are being misled into an interventionalist agenda. Like fanatical cultists, the, the rebel Syrians have blindly succumbed to the deceptions of the reptilians, greys, and the rebel angels who are controlling the infiltrated segment of the Ashtar Collective and are masquerading as ascended masters of the Ashtar Command. At least this is what some contactees have implied. As for the humans at the Nevada test site, these may be in fact, if we are to believe the collective revelations within this volume, victims of subtle reptilian propaganda and intimidation. For instance, this source who authored the letter about the EBEs apparently believes that all of the Saurian greys come from extraterrestrial realms. However, as we have indicated, there is much evidence suggesting that reptoid or homo saurian activity exists deep within our earth, in our realm, underground. This is one fact that the reptoids have tried to hide from humankind, making them believe in space and outer space, when in fact they are breeding profusely and reproducing themselves in a deep subterranean polyembryon cloning and incubation facility below Dulce and elsewhere throughout the world. Some estimate the very least there are 20 million little greys now actively operating underneath the surface of the planet within bases and within natural cavern systems. However, 20 million is a very conservative estimate. However, on the other hand, the fear the humanoids might have prematurely attacked the enemy positions may possibly be the result of intimidation and propaganda intended to keep humans from taking offensive action, believing that they are keeping the greys, etc. at bay, when in fact the greys are attacking offensively human society on several hidden fronts, via mass abductions, subliminal programming, television, implantation, psychic manipulation, recruiting of fifth-column human agents, and infiltration. The United States seems to be, in an essence, inside a world scenario, if not a universal scenario, which is also a conspiracy. It would probably not be too far out to suggest that the war between the human and serpent races from all three realms converges with the United States within the vicinities of the Arcoleta Plateau near Dulce, New Mexico, joining Empire forces with the American COM-12 Cabal Philadelphian Nordic and the Bavar Bavarian Aquarius Magi Phoenician Reptoid forces within high-security military complexes, like those which permeate the underground territories below California, Nevada, Utah, Idaho, Arizona, Colorado, Oklahoma, and New Mexico. These are mind-manipulating experiments. The Dulce Base has studied mind-control implants, elf devices capable of mood, sleep, and heartbeat control, with the help of DARPA. DARPA is using these technologies to manipulate people. 
They establish the projects and set priorities in coordinate efforts and guide the many participants in these undertakings. These projects are studied at the Sandia base by the Jason Group and have secretly harnessed the dark side of technology and hidden the beneficial technology from the public. Okay, this guy goes on to claim that Mount Shasta is the major site of the alien elder race, the reptilian race of human meetings. He said that beginning with the president, Grover Cleveland, every president in the United States has visited Tello City. He said Harry Truman was supposed to have visited the lower realms as a high archon on earth. He was supposed to have met the king of the world who gave him the keys to the USA. He goes on to say that there are two nations that occupy the United States, the traditional grassroots America established by the founding fathers and led by the electoral government, and the fascist Bavarian Lodge-backed underground nation led by the corporate government which is contesting the original America on its own soil. Freedom is to be preserved in this world and beyond. We should never forget, however, that the New World Order corporate elite and their draconian masters intend to depopulate the service of the planet and the underground systems as well. According to one Navy intelligence source, the 33-plus Masons intend to set the left-wing caverns and the right-wing caverns against each other in order to depopulate the underground realms, so they can impose absolute Bavarian, draconian, global control of both worlds. 33-plus and higher-degree Freemasons, according to this source, intend to ride out the Inferno in super-secret fortified caverns, while the 33rd and lower-degree Masons and their respective left-wing and right-wing armies will be left to die in the surface and subsurface wars, it may be that some of the 33-plus Masons intend to write out the Holocaust in their alternative three bases on the Moon and Mars, if those bases are still active. Remember, the roots of both left-wing National Socialist and right-wing global fascist agendas trace back to Bavaria. Isn't it interesting that the legendary dragon has two wings, a right-wing and a left-wing? both of which are controlled by a single beast. In essence, when it comes right down to it, the war is between the Christian-based Constitutional Republic of America and the Luciferian cult-based Socialist Empire of the Bavarian Nazis. Wow, okay, that's a lot. That's crazy. Um, it's also important to remember that there are so many conspiracies psyops within psyops um there's also the rainbow conspiracy there's project red book um there are so many secret projects going on that nobody knows what the fuck the truth is but all of this makes me think of phil schneider phil schneider was a whistleblower who talked about the underground bases and the aliens and although the guy sounded completely nuts there's a part of me that believed him and I know that to believe in aliens you know can you believe in outer space I don't necessarily believe in space 
and you understand the flat earth theory and the idea of the radiation belt. And I believe that they faked the moon landing. I believe NASA has faked literally everything. Um, so it's very hard to wrap your brain around the idea of extraterrestrials and aliens. But perhaps when you shift your focus and perception of what aliens really are, perhaps they have been here all along, underground. And that's all for me today. Thank you so much for listening to this crazy rant. Hope you learned something, and I will see you very soon.